And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Open phones here. The uh, first hour, 489-1240, 489-1240, or 800-825-5865. Uh, pretty good authority that uh, McCord is here. And uh, maybe a... Uh, oh, there, there is no doubt in my mind that Kyle McCord is here. No, right I know, now. I know. From what I heard over the weekend to Greg sure. seeing him on a plane. Sure. To, there to, is to, no doubt to, in my mind that Kyle McCord the, is here. To the authors of the, the Boulder Peace Treaty... <laughs> we don't have visual confirmation uh, physically, but it, it sounds like there's a pretty cool boardroom set up for something after 5 p.m. Mm. 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 So there you go. Now, if we get a knock on the door and the offering plates passed our way, brother, I don't have any cash. <laughs> Nor do I. <laughs> but I work in radio, brother. I ain't making enough to donate anything. <laughs> the enjoyment <laughs> is your pay. I'm kidding. Uh, so no, I, I'm not kidding. But you know, it's it's all good. But no, there's there's excitement here. And if if there's also any other smoke to let you know about, we have Davon Hall. Okay. Tweeting out a picture of the eye emojis with a red balloon and a question mark. Uh-huh. So I, I think we're at the point now where. I'd venture to say that Garrett McGuire is probably saying, hey, I think we got this guy. You're just waiting for the blood. I mean, the ink to dry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Welcome uh, to Nebraska, Kyle McCord, whenever it's officially announced, right? Let us be the uh, 1.9 millionth person to um, say welcome to Nebraska. I I think there would have to be some sort of NIL disaster that keeps this from getting over the finish line. am Am I off there in your mind, Schmitty? Oh, dude. You, you can't, and I don't know what's what with, with Dylan Riola, uh, that recruitment debacle, there's been a thousand rumors and probably several 30 for 30s and books to be written on all the uh, allegations. And I'm not pointing fingers at, at NIL on this. I'm just saying there's a hundred different stories on on, you know, why Riola didn't happen. You have to... Get a quarterback that works in Lincoln, okay? Be it through the traditional high school route, Kalen, or the next kid, the kid out of Iowa, all right, for 2025. Or if you are here and now with Kyle McCord and he's in your boardroom, it's got to happen. Got to get it done. You got to, because the, the coaches have targeted, the coaches can't. Their heavy lifting's done. They have gotten the kid to campus, and they have said, here's what we envision for you. Here's why we think the offense will be good for you and why we think the uh, you'll be good for the offense. Yes, there's going to be competition, I pray, because there wasn't really competition last spring. And Nebraska had to 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 make do, and and God bless these kids that stuck around to play quarterback for Nebraska. But as much heat as Satterfield's taken from the fan base, give him a healthy offensive line, give him a healthy receiving room, give him a healthy running back room, give him this same defense, and give him a quarterback that can 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 read his progressions. And, and away you go. And do you turn into a 30-point-a-game Big Ten football team with a defense that allows 12? That'd be pretty cool if you're a Nebraska fan. Their competition 
And I don't know if it's a competition, but I know Fran Brown and Syracuse, and you've got all sorts of mesh points and crossover with Elijah Robinson and 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 Rule disciples, and you know they see the same thing that, that that Rule and Nebraska see in McCord. They see a dude that can sling the football that won eleven ball games. It's one thing, and it's fair, Elijah, to say, well. What do we know about the kid because he had an all-star team around him? That's very true. But he also navigated uh, and, and won that job. He was also patient and learned and presumably uh, developed behind future first-round top three pick guys in Stroud. Uh, and, and he stuck that out. How many five-stars are going to go into their true junior season or whatever season it is, junior is what it's tagged, and, and still be at the same school. Mel McCord was, right? He won the job, and he won the job and won 11 ball games. And there's a lot of personalities you got to keep happy. Your coordinator, your head coach, <laughs> the skill talent at Ohio State, how do you distribute that ball? Well, and, and a lot has been made of the skill talent at Ohio State. Well, Kyle McCord has it easy. You're not wrong. Kyle McCord's margin for error with the amount of separation that Abuka and, and Marvin Harrison Jr. and all these guys get, yes, it, it makes the margin of error a lot greater for a guy like Kyle McCord whenever, oh yeah, Marvin Harrison doesn't have a defender within seven yards. You also can't go seven and five with that air quote margin for but error on, on the flip side of field. On the flip side of things. I think early in the season especially, Wide receivers gaining separation. I'm thinking back to the the Minnesota game, the Colorado game, even the Michigan game. Nebraska's receivers struggled to gain separation. By the end of the season, there was open targets a good amount of the time. No one saw them. That no one saw them. The fans saw them. And that's the thing. I, I think Kyle McCord is a good enough quarterback that whenever Malachi Coleman's on a crossing route against Michigan State and he's got eight yards to get to the first down, but there's nobody within 10 yards of him, I think Kyle McCord is good enough to find Malachi Coleman coming across the middle of the field. I think when Thomas Spadoni has a seam shot and you have an opportunity to make that throw, from what I saw from Kyle McCord at Ohio State this year, he's not going to overthrow him by 10 yards into the the waiting arms of a Maryland defender. I think Kyle McCord is good enough. I'm not saying he's going to lead Nebraska to 11-1 next season, but I think Nebraska's skill positions are good enough that a competent quarterback will be able to make do with those options, and clearly Nebraska's not Ohio State right now. But I think Kyle McCord is just a major step up from what Nebraska had last season, has had for a couple of seasons. And I think Nebraska's skill talent is enough that he'll be just fine at Nebraska. Brandon asked the all-important question. Two is uh, good. Three is a, a party. Right? Three's company. Brandon's asking the question, can Nebraska match uh, Harrison? Junior's twenty million NIL at Ohio State. Why not bring all three? <laughs> Here, here's a drill. Start drilling for oil. Hit a jackpot, and uh, all your problems are solved. Uh, uh, the that, Texas A&M way. Yes, that's that's my thought. Uh, Brian checks in. Do not let McCord leave without signing on the dotted line. <laughs> Is that how it works? Can they sign with NIL? And I should know this, forgive me, but daddy's not a booster. <laughs> not a booster. Uh, so 
I like Brennan from the Black Hills checks in, and, and Brennan got one hell of a deer over the weekend, it looks like. Uh, regardless of commitment, it's pretty dang cool that Nebraska is in the center of these high-profile signings. It says a lot about what Rule's doing here. Totally agree. You got to be in it, but then you got to go from being in it to close, and you got to go from close to being right, and you got to get that production and performance on Saturdays. Right. And and we went through some of the portal additions where they hits, where they misses. And in year one, you had guys that that saw some snaps and and did some work. And there's still guys from that Georgia pipeline uh, that that you still are waiting to see more from, probably. But overall, uh, your, your portal hit rate probably wasn't as, as good as you wanted last year. But I'm thinking about what you were talking about with the athletes Nebraska has in the receiving room, even if there's no Fleming. It's great if Fleming's here for Nebraska. If there's no Fleming, you still got Lloyd, you still got Doss, you still got Malachi, you still got Fedoni. I mean, you got dudes that can play some ball and have gotten open. How many? I mean, Fedoni was open a lot, and most of the interceptions were intended targets that Fedoni needed to be Superman to even get a finger on because they were so poorly overthrown. Oh, and let's not forget, Nebraska's got a guy that might be the most college-ready of any tight end in the country in Carter Nelson. He's got, mm-hmm. he's got some, some weight he's going to need to put on, but he's got the type of frame that I think, even if he is a little bit skin and bones his first year at Nebraska, he'll still find a way to get on the field with his otherworldly athleticism. So you have a, a guy that you're adding to the room in there. You have Fleming apparently coming to town at some point later this week. Sounds like tomorrow. Unsure on that. Uh, there's options there. And I think Nebraska is going to continue hitting the portal. I mean, the, the number that we put on it as of two weeks ago was probably somewhere in that five to six range is probably the max with the scholarship limit that you have that you can't really go too deep into the portal. There hasn't been too many departures just yet this offseason either. But, like, you can get a, a healthy crop of guys. And from, from what I was told, Nebraska quietly may have had an offensive lineman in town over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So that's potentially one. And you're still going after Principal's brother, Princely. Sounds like Nebraska's in the race there. Kyle McCord, Fleming, maybe a running back. Well, I mean, that's, that, 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 that would get you to five, and, and, I mean, and that kind of fills most of the holes aside from inside linebacker. Well, and, and you've got some, some connections with Florida. You have Princely and Princewell, right? Um, you also have Trevor Etienne. He's a Florida running back that ran for 1,500 yards for the Gators. Uh, he's been in the, the uh, Chief Borders Instagram, hey, what's up? I mean, that, that is. I mean, those guys were the same recruiting class at Florida, so I'm, I, I'm I taking it. that with a grain of salt. At this uh, well, point in time. but I'm saying if, if, if it is the season to put your, you know, your Santa wish list together <laughs> if you're a Nebraska fan. And, and listen, I, to me, this isn't Dion preaching Louie. This isn't Mel Tucker landing a Kenneth Walker. This is the, the, the cement's been poured where let's go get high school offensive linemen. Let's go get high school defensive linemen. Let's sprinkle in some seasoning on the old steak. Okay. But at its heart, the steak's going to be the, the star of the show. They're still going about it the right way with how they want to build this football program. It's not going to be year in, year out. You, you go supplement. You have high school guys that you've worked with. And you're not shutting the door on them. But if you are willing and able to go find a guy and make sense 
You go do it. Because, listen, man, year two, if you're Matt Rule, year two needs to be a, an eight-win season, even with that schedule. And, and it's not about what he's getting paid or the expectation of, of turning this thing around quick. No, it's, it's the reality of, of where are you on the, the, the rung in the Big Ten. That's it. Because you're, you've been fighting and you've been basement dwelling for too long in the Big Ten. And it's just gotten harder and it's gotten better. And while it's exorbitant to expect Nebraska in the Big Ten title game a year from now, they, they need to be challenging for the middle or upper tier. And if you get guys like this and you're a good development program with good players, it should all come together. More thoughts on the portal, McCord, Fleming, and more of your comments and phone calls at 489-1240. Hail Varsity Radio is live. Now, back to Schmitty. Schmitty's a great guy, but he don't have a brain. And Elijah. You want me to speak? When I point you, yeah. On Hail Varsity Radio. Back with you, we'll spend time with Jay Moore, Blackshirt Husker NFLer. Next hour, Mr. Blackshirt himself, Charlie McBride, a Monday with Charlie. Get uh, their thoughts on McCord, on portaling. Uh, some hoops to get to. I know Nebraska fans excited about that 77-70 win over Sparty. But a lot of you are still uh, geeked up here about Kyle McCord in Lincoln. Uh, is his pal, Mr. Fleming, making his way in. Our friends at the Big Red Junkies podcast check-in. They are throwing their prediction out there. Bold prediction, McCord, Princely, and Fleming by the 20th of December. And, that works out well. And you talk about wish list. Like, I'm just going less names, more position-wise. The wish list for Nebraska, I think the must-have top of the list is – a portal quarterback, obviously, plus a portal wide receiver. I think those two spots are, like, first and foremost, most paramount. Mm-hmm. Got to get a guy in each of those spots. You feel good about the line. And, and you feel good about the line. Maybe you bring in a piece for some depth. That was, like, the thing that killed Nebraska this year was once you made it through that, that top line of guys and you had some injuries, what did you have behind mm-hmm. them? I think some depth and some more competition in the offensive line would be good. You're bringing in some high school guys. You have some high school guys that – with another year, or sorry, uh, freshman guys this year that after a redshirt year will have some more development under their belt. I don't think it's a, a huge need, assuming you're trusting the development of Ryola, which I saw Nebraska's offensive line was not a top unit in the Big Ten, uh, but they were, I think, by the end of the season, at least middle of the road, and that's what you wanted from this season from Nebraska. So maybe a, a, a piece or two along the offensive line for some depth and some competition. That's kind of the next tier down, though, beyond quarterback and wide receiver. Like the next tier I look at is probably offensive lineman, maybe a running back, inside linebacker, and then you get below that to your your uh your wants. I say your wants, your your star on top of the tree type sure. portal additions. And that's where I look at Princely with what he could bring to that defensive line as a pass rushing threat. I think of Mom and Dad's already got me a carton of Marlboro Reds. They're gonna get me a light or two. Yeah. I mean I, I think of that as being a a, a star on top of the tree type guy. And then anyone beyond Fleming in that wide receiver room or whatever, the, the one guys, if you can get some other pieces there, that star on top of the tree. I think one though is reasonable. And then we have a, a question in from James here in terms of the portal wish list. Does Nebraska need a welder? James says he'll take the NIL money if they do. All right, James, make it happen, brother. Uh, we had our friend from Bangkok checking in. 
I don't know the time difference. Oh, here's another good star on top of the tree thought from Over Kirk there. on this stream. A return specialist. Sure. I like that in terms of the wish list. Not a, not a need, but a want. A return specialist. What, can you think off the top of your head, when was the last time Nebraska returned a punt for a touchdown? Well, Joe Walker, 98 against Oklahoma State. It's Bobby Newcomb. more recent than that. Uh, Dewan Gross. Because you had Kenny Bell return a kickoff and a punt return in his career. He did kickoff I, against Penn State in overtime. I believe, though. De- Dewan Apiers and L. It's got to be DPE. You had one from J.D. Spielman. Yes, that was. South Alabama in 2018. Okay. I think that may have been the last time Nebraska returned a punt for a touchdown. That was a kickoff, wasn't it? It was a punt. It was a punt. That was a punt. Okay. I, I can guarantee you that was a punt. That's the last one I can remember off the top of my head. I don't think I'm forgetting any, but you look at the NFL this season, the importance of a return specialist. Uh-huh. It's almost come back to the NFL. There's been two walk-off punt return touchdowns this year in the NFL, one from the Jets in week one whenever Rodgers went down. They get a, a walk-off overtime punt return for a touchdown to win it. The Ravens do it yesterday. You see the benefit of having a guy that can just be a return specialist. I mean, think about uh, Wisconsin for a couple of years. Uh, Aaron Cruikshank, return specialist. He, yeah, he, he did it you, twice you, you against argue, Nebraska, Wisconsin, and Rutgers. You could argue that he won multiple games against Nebraska in probably five games in his Wisconsin career with taking a kickoff or a punt return back. He did it when he was at Rutgers. You can, you can see the benefit of that. I don't think it's paramount to having a successful football team. That's why I put it on the wants and not the needs, but that would be nice to have. I think, I think uh, Ethan Nation could be a good return guy. Uh, you just... Got to get him more reps. Uh, ben Kakian, thank you for, again, listening to us. It's 545 over in uh, in Bangkok. There is some sort of uh, uh, the Hangover movie reference with Chow I could make, but I won't. Uh, dirt Bike Forever, McCord seeing tape of our O-line. He'll command our line to keep uh, those opposing Ds off of him. Um yeah, that, that would work. But I the, the question I have is this, and you just wonder, and let's just walk down this, again, hypothetical road. Say if you're Ohio State and Ryan Day did no favors to McCord after the Michigan game. Ryan Day probably publicly and then privately uh Said, what the hell, son? You're throwing two interceptions against Michigan. Not his fault entirely. It's 10 other guys than just the quarterback. So if you're Ryan Day, you have not made McCord feel comfortable. If you're Ryan Day, you look at your quarterback room and say, hell, I have put other first guys in the first round that come to Ohio State. I, I can... If you leave, fine, I've got other options. But don't kid yourself, Cam Ward was and probably is the Ohio State option. And there's some smoke about Cam Ward being out of the Ohio State equation. Can you say, I'm sorry, son, come on back to Buckeye land if you're Ryan Day at this point with McCord? Yeah. No? You think it's sailed? I think it's sailed. Okay. I'm just, I'm just wondering. I'm just trying to cover all my bases of, of potential so Husker heartbreak. Sorry to be that guy. Well, <laughs> another thought. I mean, did, you, did, we, did we not read Urban Meyer's comments? Oh, yeah. No. I mean, he was absolutely do the best spot for use at Ohio State. Matt Rule begs to differ, sir. Ohio State fans still don't want McCord back, even if they don't get Ward. Dude. And I, I think a lot of this transfer not only does it come down to today, I think it comes down to Ohio State fans being a little bit ungrateful with what they had. 
The, the dude got absolutely crucified on social media following the Michigan game it's after the, an eleven and one it's season. The, it's the Scott Frost treatment post Tommy Frazier. And, and you think back where you go eleven and two? You think back to what Charles Thompson told us whenever Casey transferred. Matt Rule said, "Hey, you're going into your final year of eligibility. If I were you, I'd find a spot." where I'm going to be a starter, can, where, where it's not a risk. You but, can say the same thing about McCord with Keenholz coming up. Grudgingly, you had to adapt to a quarterback run offense because you let your passing guy go. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, But that, that's a factor here. Like, McCord, regardless if he, if the Ohio State gets Cam Ward or not, is going to be in a quarterback competition. That's going to come right back. De- De- Devin Brown is a guy that they were high on, and there was a quarterback competition last fall, which McCord won mm-hmm. pretty handily. But you have another year of development for Brown. The, court, the competition reopens. If I took a school to 11-1 and one, and you say, hey, you're going to be in a competition next year, I'd be PO'd. Imagine if you told Turner Gill, hey, bud, you're going to be in a quarterback competition next I think year. Turner, I know you had a great junior year. I think Turner expected it, and, and honestly, Turner's like, no one's beating me. Just like Tommy Frazier said, no one's beating me out. You can call it a competition. You can do whatever the hell you want. I'm going to go win the job. I mean, it comes down to a mentality. And I don't think McCord's a guy that is afraid of competition just because he stood as, stayed as long as he did at Ohio State to try and win the job, right? I think the what have you done for me lately, ungratefulness, the three-game losing streak to Michigan, all of those are factors, and if I'm him – let me go somewhere I'm going to be appreciated. Let me go somewhere that I think we can win, and, and maybe I can I can flip that program. We had a call from Jeff. I want to get into this after the break. He asked the question, is Nebraska's lack of a quarterback coach, is it going to potentially hurt Nebraska in searching for we'll a quarterback? We'll see if there's such thing as lack of a quarterback coach uh, for 2024.